No, wait. Don't turn it off. This Transformer movie is different. Welcome to the best movie of the year so far. As the year grows, the list grows, and the movies get better. A show that answers that question, what's the best movie of the year so far? Welcome back. I am John Ellis. Thanks for joining me today and being part of today's episode. Join the conversation online. Let's talk about even more movies. You can find me at ellisonmovies.com. And of course, on Twitter, at ellisonmovies, all day and practically every day. Welcome to the many new listeners that have joined me today. Click that subscribe button link so you'll be alerted when I release a new episode. I have links in the show notes to help you out. So last time we discussed the best movies of the year so far, we discussed Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is a must-see movie. You may recall this film was number five on my list of movies for the year. That's a strong number for a comic book animated movie. But not only is it the best animated movie of the year, it's the best comic book movie of the year. You know, a year that had Avengers Affinity War, Black Panther, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp. But it's also one of the best movies of the year so far. Today I'm discussing the highly anticipated Bumblebee. In 1987, Bumblebee, our favorite Transformer, is found by Charlie. She discovers the yellow beetle under a pile of trash in a junkyard. After a little bit of elbow grease and making a few adjustments, something Charlie is good at, the car comes to life. Played by Haley Steinfeld, Charlie and Bumblebee together learn about the Autobots' ultimate destiny. To say Bumblebee is the best of the Transformers movie is absolutely true, but I also realize what that means. There's some really bad movies in that series of movies. Even at their best, they are below average. Bumblebee is easily better than below average. So putting aside the comparisons for now, Bumblebee is a solid family movie. Produced by Steven Spielberg, and I mention that because it's obvious that his touch is all over this. It feels like an 80s classic adventure film. Very strong parallels to E.T. existed throughout the film. In fact, there was a point where I expected Bumblebee to take Charlie on a flight above a police roadblock. Now, that may or may not have happened. No spoilers. Now, Bumblebee was directed by Travis Knight, known mainly for animation work in films like Kubo and the Two Strings or Coraline. Just as importantly, it was not directed by Michael Bay. So that means no gratuitous car wash scenes or long lingering shots of women walking upstairs or crazy over-the-top explosions. Knight keeps the action scenes just as intense as what Bay did, but while still keeping this, this film aimed at a younger demographic. So along with that story that works for kids, it's Haley Steinfeld that gives this movie the emotion. She's a solid actress turning from what could have been a below-average film to really a, a really enjoyable story and a really enjoyable film to watch. Now, as much as I've said how, the, how good the movie is, I'm certainly not ready to call this a great film. There are several cringe-worthy scenes that are just so ridiculous and not needed. And that includes a storyline with Charlie and her local, I guess, mean girl, Tina. It's just so bad. In fact, there, that could be said about almost every teen actor in this film. That's the problem when you cast Haley Steinfeld. You see what great acting looks like, and she shines over all her peers in this film. But that being said, the cringe-worthy few scenes that are there, they almost seem purposefully. This is an 80s film. Think of any John Hughes teen comedy. They're covered with those bullies and with those mean girls and over-the-top storylines. So watch that. I am reminded what Bumblebee is. 
and I realized that about halfway through the movie, it's a kid's movie. Doesn't mean it's not great, but it's a kid's movie. And maybe we've seen this film many times before, like with its E.T., but they have not. This is a new, fresh look at an old story. And there's certainly nothing wrong with that or with this movie. So as a kid, I was a big Transformer fan, often getting GoBots instead of Hasbro's Transformers because mom didn't know the difference. And I, I would pretend to be Optimus Prime, defeating Megatron and Decepticons. And like many my age, the heart of the Transformers for me was Bumblebee. And in between watching E.T., Short Circuit, or movies like The Goonies, we wanted our Transformers movie. But as a child of the 80s, we never got that. Instead, we eventually got a series of Michael Bay movies. These were not the movies we wanted. Of course, I realize they, they made a lot of money, so who am I to say? But these are not the Transformer movies that were portrayed in the old cartoon or toy commercials. They were not the Transformers that we play with in our living rooms. These movies featured too much, well, too much everything. But above all, they were not kid movies. They were not my Transformer movies. Bumblebee is the movie we wanted. The movie takes place in 1987. I just wish it would have came out then. But of course, it's better late than never. And maybe it's their way of starting with a clean slate and pretending everything that came before it never happened. And it's a movie that has a very similar storyline to many of those movies from the 80s that we loved. But Bumblebee doesn't work despite those similarities. It works because of that and because of that nostalgia. These robots in disguise are more than meets the eye after all. So now the list. Bumblebee is a perfectly fine movie, but it's not a top 10 movie. It's, it's great and it's fun to watch and it's good to take the family to it and take the kids to see it, but it's not a top 10 caliber movie. So we're going to kind of recap where we are, were last year then with the last week, I should say, with the top five. We have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Again, this is the highest comic book movie we have for the year. We have Paddington 2. We have 8th grade, number 2. I mean, sorry, number 3. Number 2 is Widows, and number 1 is still Roma. So that's where we are now. Big movie lined up for you to talk about in the next couple of days here. Stay tuned. Thanks again for continuing to listen and, and including yourself in this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know of new episodes. As always, you can find the podcast on all the major channels. Find more reviews and movie discussions on ellisonmovies.com. I look forward to talking with you soon. Until then, I'll see you in the theater.